Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is our final Comedy Film Nerd Studio show, episode 495. We're glad you're here. We want to thank you guys for an amazing journey. And uh, But don't worry, we've still got the live show on Thursday, and that will be recorded as a podcast, so you will get to hear that as well. But we thought it'd be really cool to have um, one of the people that started this entire company with us a decade ago um, join us for the final studio show. And uh, it wasn't easy. He had to get off work. So uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's, uh, and, uh, you know, he has a real job. So it's a process. You have to submit time off. You have to wait for a reply. And, and I got uh, a text last night at 11 saying, hey, yeah. could you make sure you, you know, when you're in, you might have to do this uh, orientation tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, you remember I took the day off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is Neil T. Weekly, the voice of the website, pretty much. Why? Who, uh, oh. he, uh, he's been writing, I'd say, um, if we added up volume-wise, 90% of the words on the website are probably yours. Probably. Yeah, and um, uh, thank yes. God we're not paying per word. Yes. <laughs> so, well, not... if you were to calculate per word, <laughs> what would it be, Neil? Half a cent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not a mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not that good at math in general, but. <laughs> and uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we are happy to welcome once one last time into the studio, Neil T. Weekly. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your busy work schedule to come by. <laughs> yeah, some time away from the office. Yeah. Nice, good time. <laughs> so um, I did want to mention, too, I know I had said the Kickstarter ends. It actually ends tonight at midnight, so there is still time to pledge. We are a little bit behind. Um, actually, we're thousands behind, but uh, you guys can rally and get us there by midnight. That is Pacific time. Um, it is uh, it is creeping up. It's climbing up. You guys, I'm seeing the names of the backers. It's, uh, you know, it's 90% comedy film nerds fans, and I really appreciate it, but we, we still may be able to get to it. We've got till midnight tonight. I'll talk a little bit more about it later, but uh, for now, let's talk about some movies, our last studio episode. Now, Graham... You saw Dark Waters, and I w- when I was pulling the trivia on this, I found this really interesting. It's the second film Mark Ruffalo has appeared in dealing with the DuPont family, whereas the first was actually a uh, fox catcher. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but any DuPont murderers in this movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, actually. Are there not ever? You can't get close to Batman without somebody dying. Um, this is another... Um, I mean, Foxcatcher was a true story. Yes. Uh, this is... Um, you know, Mark Ruffalo was obviously in Spotlight, which is a true story. Yes. So this mm-hmm. is about an actual lawyer um, who's from who's working at this big law firm in Cincinnati. So it's based on a real person. A real person. It's okay. a lot of real people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's originally from, the lawyer is originally from West Virginia. And this farmer comes to him and says, hey, like my cows are dying and there's all this mm-hmm. poison and stuff happening, stuff like that. And he just is told, open and just from, the, the law firm that he works for represents other chemical companies. Like right. they're in the business of protecting big chemicals. Because that's in the trailer where he's like he's like a, a sure. big corporate lawyer who switches sides. Yeah, you know, he makes it pretty the, clear in the, in the yeah. trailer. Mm-hmm. You know what? And so it goes through this process. I mean, overall, it's a very good movie. If I'm if I'm gonna nitpick, it's long, but I I, I don't know. After I thought about, it, I don't know if the filmmaker makers can 
what they could have done because this is a story that started in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And literally there's like litigation and stuff and investing going into 2015. So mm. how do you tell that story? I mean, it's like the spotlight story was easier to tell because it was just over a couple year period the spotlight team jumped on the story obviously the catholic abuse thing was a a much larger story within the city of boston but the spotlight they just focused on that spotlight team they when they came in and then what between when they started to get involved in it and when the story actually dropped that led to all of the uncovering where this is like so i don't know it was a little long but i but afterwards i was like well god shit i don't know what would cutting more time out of it while I was watching, I was like, oh, this is a little too long. But afterwards I thought, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it needed to be this long. The only, there's a couple scenes in there where I just wondered, and we've talked about this a lot during biopics where there was like a fight with his wife about he's spending too much time on the case. It just felt like I wanted to know, did that really, did they really, did the stresses of this case infect the marriage which it very well could have it's very Mm -hmm. stressful i was gonna say that wouldn't be that unrealistic that wouldn't be that unrealistic but the way it was handled felt a little like i've seen this scene in hollywood before Mm -hmm. so that led anytime i sort of get taken out of it like well that just feels like hollywood did hollywood just tack that on in there um versus um Versus that was an authentic thing that really happened based on the person's book or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember we talked about in Hidden Figures, that scene with the bathroom and Kevin Costner knocks down yeah, the sign yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. the big hero and all that stuff. Yeah. So this is like, um, uh, yeah, did it, did it, there was just a couple scenes where I just was like, huh, but I, again, I overall, I feel like that's maybe me nitpicking. Well, that that's interesting because I, when I saw this trailer, it really felt like the entire thing was a Hollywood contrivance. It really felt like mm. a, a lawyerly green book. It really, uh, it really, <laughs> yeah. it really felt lawyerly that way. Like, book. yeah, this is like, uh, see, this is Hollywood's version of corporate evil and how one man can, you know, change the system. Yeah. And all that, like, but it didn't have that based in reality feel to it. It had that Hollywood like fantasy story feel to it in the in the trailer. So my question is, the actual film, did it feel more realistic and grounded than the trailer? Yeah, that's out? actually my question, too, because I felt that the trailer, just the way it was cut, felt like it was going to be really heavy-handed. I mean, obviously, the material is serious and, you know, it's heavy. But I had that same sort of question about the uh, the tone. and was it? Did it feel, like, realistic? It it did. Yeah, yeah. I think... I. Because it's a two hour and 20 some minute, almost maybe two and a half hour movie, you know, again, that the trailer just made it seem like court drama and he stands up against the big court and he's the good guy or whatever, where it really didn't go into the subtleties and the, the, the time it took. He didn't just go, all right, I'm, hey, big law firm. I'm going to fight our, you know, <laughs> our benefactors. And they went, what? Like it was a slow yeah. process. He's like, right. look, you know, we don't represent DuPont. I'm just going to do a friendly, mm-hmm. send over a thing. Hey guys, give mm-hmm. us the information. I don't want to get into a big, and you see how, how the, how, how inside it is, mm-hmm. you know, because okay. initially it's like, 
you know, they're at a cocktail party and hey, Bob, can you just give me that report? Yeah, yeah, you know, like you see mm -hmm. how we're all on the same team here. This is just lawsuits of formality. I just want to make these this farmer guy happy and he'll go away and we'll call it a night, you know, mm -hmm. like. So the yeah. story it is it is a little it is a little better than how it was depicted in the trailer because it goes into the subtleties and some of the characters the the, the some of the West Virginia this one West Virginia farmer now I don't know this area of West Virginia so maybe I'm wrong but the one guy had like a West Virginia and I was like what is that is You've performed in that area. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but like, yes, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I have performed in that area, but have I spent time with like rural West Virginia farmers? Do is do some of them have this accent? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's the case. But like, I, um, yeah, I, I think is it is it spotlight amazing best picture you know all these academy nominations and awards it but spotlight won best picture that year yeah no no it's not that good there's some good moments in it there's some good um, characters around it but then some of the some of it felt like probably what you guys garnered from the trailer of well this actually happened and we're going to give it a little too. Hollywoody of a moment, mm -hmm. and um, that that was where I was like, okay, it took me out periodically, but then there's some really there's some really poignant moments, and it is a true story, and it does show the, uh, in my opinion, fairly accurately, the corruption of how Dupont has been poisoning thing, and look, it's about Teflon, mm. and. According to this film, everyone has uh, some trace amounts of this chemical in their body. Well, how in many, the bloodstream. Yeah, yes. yeah, and think about how many people, oh, yeah. how many people have a Teflon pan or did for mm -hmm. how many decades. I had one for years. Sure. So did we. Teflon yeah. cooking pan. Mm -hmm. Everyone had one. And mm -hmm. then you got rid of it when you heard they were awful. And we all yeah. Went to stay in the steel. Yeah. That's exactly what I ha what happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. <laughs> yep. Sure. So it's like, yeah, it was really, it was really like that stuff and the way it was handled and, and uh, makes you go, Oh wow. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's worth watching. There's really Mark Ruffalo, man. He's so good. I mean, you look yeah. at him in Foxcatcher. He's a completely different guy. The guy he yeah. is in spotlight is a completely different guy. This is the guy who plays the Hulk. It is a completely different guy. Mm -hmm, so he's yeah. a really, he's a really solid actor and, and uh, you know, he's a pretty decent advocate and a a activist and stuff like yeah. he was a really good, big advocate for, you know, clergy abuse survivors after Spotlight came out because obviously I'm sure people came up to him and he did a lot of research and he met with the real, yeah. like all of the actors in Spotlight met with the real people. So I'm assuming Mark met with the real guy that he was playing in this. Hmm. Um, and there's little cameos and stuff of the actual people in there. So it's like, it, it, it's, it's, you know, I, it was a pretty good dramatization of this. I mean... And it's, I guess it was unfair of me to compare it to Spotlight because Spotlight is such a good movie and won all these awards. But I think it's it's definitely, um, it's worth watching. And will it get some Oscar nominations? Yes. Is it best picture? No. Mm, okay. But it's 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 a good it's a good film. I I I'd check it out. Okay. And, and you said it was it's like two almost two and a half hours. Yes. 
That's how, did, how was that? What did you feel about the time? I did feel like I said, there was moments where I was like, and then I got really engaged. There was okay. moments where I got okay. super engaged and like mm-hmm. forgot where I was at and I was really in the film. Okay, cool. Um, and I wonder how much of that is just the spoiledness we all have of streaming services where we can stop and start Sure, whatever we want, want, you know, um, which the the movie The Irishman we're going to get into. I'm sure we all watched it in that capacity. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, all right, cool. Let's go right into The Irishman now. This before we start talking about it, this is really, uh, I think The Irishman is kind of a watershed moment for film and streaming right now because it's Mm. hitting it in a really interesting way. One of them is that it is a Basically, it's a miniseries. It's not a feature film. It is yeah, three and could, a half this hours. Easily could it's, a, be. It's, it's, a, it's a miniseries that is packaged like a feature film that is getting a qualifying run for the Oscars, yeah. but then is also being consumed like a miniseries on streaming. Home, yeah. And uh, it is set up structurally like a miniseries because you have all these time jumps back and forth. There is easily spots that you could go, all right, well, this is a good place to stop and then come back in like an yeah, hour. Like, like there's there literally... Places that look like it could have dropped a commercial Exactly. In. Like it's exactly. going to fade out. We're going to go yep, cut right? another scene. <laughs> like, good time to go start making dinner. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what I, exactly what I did. Yeah. Another guy get whacked. Yeah. Great I'm, time to go get some food. Yeah. 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 And, uh, <laughs> you know, I watched it over the span of like uh, five days. Like, oh, it, it, I, it took, I did not. Yeah. I, it took, I, did you binge the entire thing at once? I did. But like I said, I was like, okay, I'm going to, it was like sat, late right. Saturday afternoon I started it. But, right. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, this is a good place. Yeah. I'm going to start making dinner. And, and so I, I'd stop it. Yeah. Make dinner. And I'd, you know, that's got some time to come, to come back and I'd watch another 20 minutes and then bring the food. Right. In. So, I mean, I watch it all at once, but. And I, I think you know, the I point that I, I want to make here times. about this is because it's irrelevant what you call it, whether it's a film or a miniseries or how you consume it, it doesn't matter. It's a piece of content on a streaming service. Yeah. And, you know, depending on how you consume it or what it is, it's the people that are getting up in arms about it is like, well, what's it qualify for? Is it an Academy Award? I mean, it's, it's like yeah. the, the dumb old school Hollywood um, qualifications of like you know what box that we're supposed to put these things in and i don't think the irishman fits in any of those boxes mm. and i think that's a good thing okay. because uh, i i think it's a really really interesting almost like an experiment like it's almost like you see the span of not only scorsese's career but of all these amazing actors because you're like you see them de-age and you see them aged up and at one point i was like I don't remember how old they are in real life. (laughs) (laughs) I just know they're all older than me. Yeah, yeah. I know. (laughs) I know now they don't look like that, and I'm pretty sure I don't think they look like that. And uh, you know, and one of the things because the internet gets upset over everything now, yeah, is uh, is that well, you know, when you um, de-age one of these guys like uh, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino to like a 40 year old man. He's still older, so he doesn't move like a forty-year-old. But I don't give a shit. Let, a, <laughs> let an older actor move the way he fucking wants. It's fine. I can yeah. suspend disbelief enough with it's, all of the computer graphics to yeah. think that he's forty. And it's part it's of okay. being an actor and being yeah. a person watching an actor do yes. what he does. 
you know they're, what we used they're to do? acting. Yeah, you know what we used to do? Have a different actor for playing him as, yeah. a, as a young man. And now so. we have the, the opportunity, actually, yeah. to have the same actor be himself. Yeah. It's and technology okay. can make them look younger. Yeah, I think wow. we can overlook these things. I, I, they, they have this really cool thing on Netflix. It's called The Irishman, A Conversation. I don't know if you've watched that. I, I haven't I, yet, I saw no. it and I, 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 I almost did. I would watch that because it goes into this very thing. And Scorsese talks about the technology initially was, you know, you got to wear like mocap faces to do yeah, this. Yeah. And he said, that's not going to work because we need, he goes, or the, we do the old school way. We just pack on makeup to mm -hmm. try to make them look 20 years younger. And this, he, so we talked to this, this graphics guy and the graphics guy, he kept saying, you got to make it different. You got to figure it out. And so the graphics guy came back. And so they showed on the set, there's literally like four cameras. So, mm -hmm. you know, Robert De Niro or whatever, and him and Pesci, let's say they're in a scene where they're a lot younger they have there's like four cameras mapping or whatever i don't know the technology mapping yeah. all this and pesci was joking around like i don't know what camera to look in there was like 15 cameras to look in <laughs> but it was it was um it was like it allowed scorsese to direct these guys without who are old school film actors? Sure. Like yes. they're not, they're not mm -hmm. going to want to run around with mocap suits and green no. screen and this that right. and the other thing. So why are all these plastic balls on my suit? Yeah, <laughs> what does this mean? Like, this is just weird. Yeah, you know, this like, is Halloween. I didn't sign up for this. You yeah. know, you like is I was it, in Deer Hunter. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Are they gonna, are they going to look at each other yeah. with like yeah. balls on their face and talk about yeah. you know Hoff has got to go? Sure, yeah. <laughs> can't imagine any one of them doing that. <laughs> But so, it, but it's also it's you know the whole grooming. We're talking all of them, almost all of them had worked together and worked together in the seventies. Yeah. So I, it was it, it was cool, and for me, I was I was like the film purist in me was like, oh, I should see this on the big screen because it's Scorsese. But then I was like, man, three hours and twenty minutes, I just can't do it. And I'm, it's it's a lot now. And I'm glad I broke it up because without it's, an intermission. I know. Yeah, without an exactly and right. Uh, and parts of the movie I liked. Parts of it I felt like, well, this has been done before, even though it's a true story. These are real people. Mm -hmm. yes. This is based on a guy's book, I Heard You Paint Houses, right. the, mm -hmm. I, the, the guy that De Niro plays. Right, Frank Sharon. Um, but like The Godfather was ground, to see that style of stuff when The Godfather came out in the 70s was groundbreaking. Right. When yeah. Goodfellas came out, it was because this was like a cross between almost like Casino and Goodfellas. Because mm -hmm. Goodfellas was groundbreaking because it didn't, you know, you could argue that the, the Godfather sort of glamorized the, the criminal element, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. Goodfellas went, mm, these guys are psychos, right? Yeah, these guys are <laughs> yeah. they're 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 not just good guys protecting the neighborhood. Like yeah. you got to <laughs> be a loyal to family. That's all. No. You got to be a psychopath to be <laughs> yeah. in that business, and yeah. so. Um, and those, so those were groundbreaking depictions that we hadn't ever seen before. Mm -hmm. This is like, we've seen a lot of this before. The thing that stood out that I really liked was we've never seen Joe Pesci. He's always the crazy guy. Right. Casino, mm -hmm. Goodfellas. Yeah. He is always the psycho that can't be controlled and yeah. he's causing problems. And so he was the calm guy going, ah, yeah. nah. he's the grounded guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. nah, Jimmy, Jimmy, hold on now. Yeah. This is how it's mm -hmm. got to be. So it was really, um, that was interesting to see. Yeah. And, and this technology was interesting to see. And, you know, it's still, you know, it's, 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 
it's still really good storytelling. There's a lot about it I liked. It's That's true. You know, it's great with old that. school filmmaking. Yeah. It had a weird feel to it that I really liked. That it it showed me like uh, all these actors that I've grown up watching in crime yeah. movies yeah. in a new crime movie with a new story that was basically being told by a master storyteller. Yeah. Uh, but it also had that really kind of nostalgic retro feel. I'm like, oh, I remember watching Mean Streets and Taxi Driver and Goodfellas and all those just growing up watching these films. And I felt like it was almost like a uh, the way Stranger Things did it with the 80s. This was like, you know, Scorsese kind of like showing you a new mob story, but playing homage to like all of the mob stories that he's done before. Um, it, it's a weird mix of like something new, but also something comfortable that can so easily go off the rails where it's, yeah. it's and uh, I thought I, I loved it. And uh, at three hours and 30 minutes, it's yeah. the longest film Martin Scorsese has directed and the longest mainstream film released in over 20 years. Uh, at one point, the film, remember Joe Pesci's character instructs Frank to meet with a fairy named Fairy. This is a reference to David Fairy, who some believe had a hand in both the Bay of Pigs invasion and JFK's assassination. The connection is Pesci actually played David Fairy in Oliver Stone's film JFK. So it's another character. Interesting. Um, and this is, uh, now it said, I don't know, I don't believe this one. I think this is PR uh, uh, line. Joe Pesci refused multiple times to come out of retirement in order to appear in the film. Some sources say the actual number of refusals was 50. 50 no seems exorbitant. The, I think so. I'm yeah. sure <laughs> half, he could have half a dozen times to say, hey, no, look, I know you want me, but I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to come back. But 50 seems. The like number that. was probably closer to three. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really love this film, and I consumed it like a miniseries. I didn't watch it as a film, and I, I feel like it really um, um, it really felt like it was structured that way for sure, and it was just all kind of tied together for awards purposes to make it an actual film. Yeah. Uh, but what, one of the things I really liked about it, too, is... You know, a lot of times you're like, well, how many more mob movies are we going to see? How many more stories are there to tell? We already know Jimmy Hoffa disappeared, you know, right. all of those things. But to show it from the insider perspective of his basically a hitman slash bodyguard yeah. and to actually see the progression, because, you know, it was about Jimmy Hoffa, but it wasn't. It was really about Robert De Niro's character. Yeah, Frank, Frank Sharon. Yeah, yeah, Frank Sharon. And uh, um, what I really, really loved about it was, you know, Scorsese never shirks away from showing, look, these guys, they're in nice suits. They've got, you know, they eat good food all the time. They've got beautiful wives. Um, oh, but no, they could be dead in any second flat. You know, somebody could come up to him with a gun in the back of the head. And what he would do is he would put graphics on like, a, see this guy enjoying himself <sighs> That was party? great. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah, he was <laughs> shot in the back of the head and yeah. like, you know, in, in five years from now. Yeah, and that like, was. Left for dead in a parking lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. Foot <laughs> under the head, nineteen eighty. That yeah, was yeah. every day. Hey, it's Johnny yeah. Two Fingers. Oh, and there'd be a graphic <laughs> shot yeah. in an alleyway with yeah. a shotgun. It was like the yeah. graphic was never a died of old age. In yeah. A, yeah. Uh, well, in it was Florida. one. Yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> one guy. Yeah, of naturally had a and cancer, whatever it yeah. was. If, if, like, if I did have one little nitpick, it's this is, uh, and this kind of goes through for all of Scorsese's films is because there's not a lot of time in a film to explore this is you never really see how it affects the family. Like, it always only yeah. gets touched on. Like, you know, how do the daughters... The daughters know their father's a hitman. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and you could see the estrangement and also, like, you know, they, yeah. they're like, well, you know, you know how hard it was for us. I thought it was interesting yeah. how they handled, in particular, um, the daughter Peggy. Yes. Um, and for some reason, I'm old man brain. Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. Mm -hmm. 
interesting she has no lines maybe she says three words yeah, yeah. At, w- at one point late in the film but keep going it's oh all... and when uh she uh i'm sure she'll have more to say in the next scene and then, yeah nope, nope. <laughs> but her, her expression on her face every time she's like looking at her father yeah, yeah. just that expression and that the, the body language I mean, she said a lot without having to say anything. Yep. And, and a mm, testament sure. to Scorsese and Anna and the child actor was you started to see that body language when she was like seven. Yeah, yes. when she's really He'd young. He'd come home, whatever, covered in blood or something, and she'd just look at him like, like at a young age, she went, oh, I'm terrified of my father because he's mm-hmm. a violent hoodlum. Right. Mm-hmm. And she just like yeah. made a decision at age eight. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> where, you go, where are you going, daddy? Yeah, where are you going? Going to work. Yeah, <laughs> go back to bed. Yeah, then he leaves. It's like hmm, after seeing him put a gun in his belt. Right, you know, exactly. I mean, it's like, well, there's like, a gr- I don't see a badge. What yeah. could you be yeah. doing? Yeah. There? There's the other great scene too, where he's talking to the daughter that he still has a relationship with, and that daughter's like, "Dad, do you think this was easy? Yeah, having you yeah. as a dad. This was because not, just because not I didn't complain, and I'm like not like your youngest daughter. It's like, um, hello. Yeah, <laughs> always I did this picnic. for you to protect you. Wasn't and like that, that, that was always the excuse. Yeah, yeah. sure. No, you're a murderous psychopath. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you like beating dudes up. Yeah, yeah, and shooting them and killing them. You <laughs> yeah. like killing people, dragging people out into the street, yeah. smashing them through their door, and yeah. beat them and kick them in the curb on the curb, throwing guns, watching into a people. River. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you like that. Yeah. Got some of the asides is like, oh, this is where everybody uh, throws bodies or guns or whatever. But wait, if they ever dredge this part of the river, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love the, the all of the yeah, camera pans all of the, the guns in the bottom under of the, the water. Yeah. And uh, I will say this uh, because they had more space and more room. The where it really got explored as how the family was affected by uh, mob families was the Sopranos because that was kind of half the show was like how the uh, family would interact with like basically having a father as a mob boss. But there's not as yeah. much time to do that. So, I mean, I, I thought this was a great kind of thing. I um, I know it like, you know, it had a troubled production where like, you know, people didn't pick it up and then Netflix actually picked it up. This is a rare case of like Netflix picking it up um, when it wasn't a garbage project. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I yeah. mean, plus, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, pick a movie up, mm-hmm. pick one up with this cast, yeah. with Scorsese directing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like those are things that literally even Netflix couldn't fuck that up. Right. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, really. Yeah, you've got De Niro, yeah. Pacino, and Scorsese. Boy, if this yeah. is a disaster, she, you can't even blame Netflix at right. that point. You, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's with, yeah. So if, if you're going to pick something up, this is mm-hmm. the one to pick up. Yeah. Let it, even if it's three and a half hours long. And one of the things they, they did talk about in that conversation, which if you watch this movie, I would absolutely watch that conversation is is Scorsese says, you know, should I have done this project for Netflix or in the, th-, you know, and he just like, should I shoot it to look like, and he just went, I'm going to just make this movie the way I want to make yeah. it. And mm-hmm. you can see it however you want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just yeah, said, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not catering this for streaming or Netflix or the theater or right. the big screen. I'm, I'm just, just making a movie. I'm just going to yeah. make a movie and mm-hmm. however you want to see it, man, go for it. Yeah, and which it's I a, think is great. It's a great yeah. conversation too because you also, as is taught, this is the first time uh, Pacino and Scorsese work together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you see that um, I keep thinking of Heat and then like, oh no, that was De Niro and yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. those guys know each other. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if Pesci and Pacino have worked together. Mm-hmm. Have they? Pesci and Pacino. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron? <laughs> Pesci I can't, Pacino? Nothing's coming to mind, which they've, they've worked together. I'm thinking yeah. 
Was there a Home Alone sequel that Al Pacino was in? <laughs> <laughs> During the, the lean years? Yeah. I don't know. Um, gosh, I'm also trying to think about he. Who was it? Was that a De Palma? That wasn't. No. Michael Mann. Michael Mann. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, right. I mean. I mean, every time, you know, you look, there's like a, you know, a, a star from a 70s film in this, you know, in a, in a shot. Um, yeah. Even it's like, oh, well, Scorsese isn't in this one. Uh, or I mean, uh, Pacino isn't in this one. Oh, but there's Harvey Keitel. So, you know, yeah. there's always Harvey somebody. Keitel, yeah. There's Harvey the one Keitel. woman from Orange is the New Black is in there. Mm-hmm. And then all the old mobster guys that, that, that. Um, only work in Scorsese films. Only work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like rotate around. Yeah. I swear he's got like his own casting division. It's like there's like, you know, there's there's a casting department. Scorsese movies, and that's it. Yeah. It's all just the Italian uh, you know, guys. Probably Scorsese just picks up the phone and calls them. <laughs> yeah, directly. I'm making a movie. What are you, what are you doing yeah. this day? <laughs> okay, I'll see you there. Yeah. You know, like it's, don't need anyone. You want to, me to call to Boots? That. Johnny, Johnny <laughs> Two Cash? Johnny Two Cash. So, um, all right. So, definitely check out The Irishman. Yeah. You know, it's it's really good. And uh, look at it through... Don't look at it of like a lens of like, oh, it's too long of a movie or it shouldn't be streaming. I got to see it in the theater. Just enjoy the content any way you like. You want to yeah. see it in the theater, great. You want to break it up like I did into five days watching a Netflix, also fine. I think just consume it any way you like because I think you'll, uh, you'll enjoy it either way. I think so. So, all right. Graham, last time for the Patreon oh, sponsors. Oh, Patronis, thank you so much. And well, I uh, guess we'll read it on the, on the final show, won't we? So sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so technically there'll be one more. So there'll be one, one more. more. Last yeah. time in a studio. Last time in a studio, and uh, and don't worry, you will be getting your Patreon bonuses. You'll be getting a um, uh, a last uh, monthly, weekly film news review wrap up. With that, will be uh, <laughs> available. Very, very shortly, you'll get that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Ruland's got some short horror stories for sale. The first, it's called The Shell, and it is a Lovecraftian tale about a neighborhood that loses power and becomes victim to an unknown monster waiting in the dark. The second is called She, about a high school held under the dark spell of an evil cult reader. Leader, not reader. Uh, right now, both are on <laughs> Amazon leader. Kindle for 99 cents. You can uh, find them by going to happyhorrorshowproductions.com and clicking the Buy Short Stories tab. And Fanboy Planet, a website and podcast for all things geeky and amazing. Check out Fanboy Planet for your comics news, your movie news, TV news, and amazing interviews with industry insiders and artists. Fanboyplanet.com, fanboyplanet.com. Coffee for Suicide has wrapped season two and will return in 2020 from its new home in California. Coffee for Suicide would like to thank everyone at Comedy Film Nerds for 10 years of excellent service, and we cannot wait to see what the future holds. Find out more at coffeeversuicide.com. It's coffeeversuicide.com. And the art podcast with Rebecca Evans. Thanks to Comedy Film Nuts for all the laughter and movie reviews. Look forward to seeing what's next. When we move past hesitation and we're true to ourselves, we find our own art and life. Hear inspiring interviews at theartpodcast.com with an S. Tony McFadden's books are 100% low-carb and high-protein. Aussie Noir, crime fiction, international thrillers, and a dash of light sci-fi. You're guaranteed to find something you like. Head to tonymcfadden.net slash mybooks. Find something to read, since there'll be no point going to the movies after CFN closes its doors. <laughs> and from Andy Bowman, every week on the Geek 101 podcast, Ariel and Andy get together to discuss, critique, review, and sometimes bicker about the latest in geek news and pop culture. Become a listener and join the conversation by listening to the Geek 101 podcast wherever you download your podcasts. Uh, Jerome Sullivan, calling on Hollywood and Netflix and Disney, HBO and Apple TV, I urge you to go to jcsscreenplays.com. 
That's jcsscreenplays.com to check out the briefs of my completed, his completed movie and television scripts, including a murder mystery, sci-fi action thriller, coming-of-age musical, horror, rom-com, and more. Visit jcsscreenplays.com. And a contemporary classical composer who writes music people actually like. Congratulations to Comedy Film Nerds for 10 wonderful years of podcasting. DavidHeinick.com, H-E-I-N-I-C-K.com. <clears throat> and Scott Gakey. Uh, look for his bourbon from Lodgepole Distilling when it's re- ready around next summer. Neil, you like bourbon, right? Mm, bourbon. Yes. <laughs> Tagline is drink cheap, not shitty. Mm. And from Will Leonard, Will and Katie would like to thank Comedy Film Nerds fans and the Audacity Performing Arts Project for their support of her riding to end MS. We'd like you to know that she is riding again uh, the Bike MS Bike Texas, new course from Houston to College Station. All proceeds go to help people who are living with MS as well as going to finding a cure for this debilitating disease. Please go to willthetd.com slash CFN to find a link to her donation page. Now, the last one from Scott Gerwitz um, is a special one that uh, Graham must read in a Bane accent. Where's this one now? That's the, um, um, the last one. It's the Scott Gerwitz uh, Graham must read promo in Bane accent. That is the requirement for the promo. Do you feel in charge? At the Bane Podcasting Network, we'll put you and your lovely, lovely voice in charge of your own podcast. We take podcasting from the corrupt, the rich, the oppressions of generations who have kept you down with the myths of audible.com residuals. <laughs> oh, God, that's a little too close to home. Um, and we give it back to the people. Podcasting is yours. None shall interfere. Do as you please. Without our help, the microphone will betray you. I know you think the microphone is your ally, but you were merely adopted the sign house. I was born with it, molded by it. I didn't hear the sound check until I was already a man, but then it was nothing to me but deafening. Take control of the microphone at the Bain Podcasting Network, crashing the internet with no survivors. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. All right, let's get into some trailers. Now, these just dropped, so um, I think these are two fitting trailers to go out on. Let's, do let's it. talk about Wonder Woman 1984 with a mysterious appearance by Chris Pine in it, which Ooh. wouldn't must be a time travel element somewhere. Let's hope. Or he's an, he's an eternal. <laughs> I hope it's that he's an eternal. <laughs> Borrowed from Marvel. Now it's, well, no, now it says unmute. Now it says, oh, there we go. Let's start right, over. Here we go, of course. This is going to be great. Some, uh, we got some My 80s life. music, some uh, <laughs> vector sure. designs. Hasn't been what you probably think it has. And Kristen Wiig. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. Oh, flashback. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. When a lot of these actresses and actors were born. Yes. <laughs> Why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. They borrowed them all from Stranger Things. That's good. <laughs> Just her Think kicking ass with people in spandex? Everything you always wanted. No, in the 80s, Graham. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> you can save the world. Time travel, uh, replicant, something. I take what I want in return. That's the 
everyone will see. This is not what you think. I look like literally riding. I know. She got some kind of weird Valkyrie outfit at the end. Yes. It's all art. It's, uh, that just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He doesn't know what a trash can looks like. They didn't have trash cans in his time. Not like that. (laughs) Of course, they give him a fanny pack. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That could be really cool. I honestly like the first one. I have to say, unfortunately, because of growing up, you know, in the 80s, like, you've already got me halfway. If your material is set in the 80s and it's halfway decent, I'm going to be on board. I mean, it looks fun. I'm going to see it. Uh After the opening fight sequence on the beach in the first Wonder Woman movie, Mm Mm-hmm. You had me for a sequel. Yeah, for sure. sure. You know, mm-hmm. like that movie, we could dispute, We and we did, the ending, whatever, yeah, are, yeah. a little too this or a little too much that, but I mean, that was a good, it was a good film, so I'm going to see the sequel. Yeah, I'll be there. You know, my, yeah. my whole family's going to want to see it, so yeah, we'll, absolutely. we'll be there. I'm, I'm under there. They just got four tickets. <laughs> Yeah, right. I just sold four tickets. Yeah, and sure. honestly, I want to go. All, if 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 I had to, if you told me you had to just pick one reason to go go to this, I'd be like, well, I want to at least see how they explain Chris Pine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, sure. how is he there? Mm-hmm. I be. hope it's time travel. Yeah, versus he's a replicant that you know, and she or a oh, clone or something. Yeah, that thing. would bum me out if she's like truly in love, and then he's a trick, and he's a he's a cyborg or whatever. You know, like she punches <laughs> his face off, and you see that do 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 like from the bottom. <laughs> That would bump me out. Yeah, that would suck. But that would be 80s. It would. (laughs) It would be very 80s, but let's hope it's a time travel thing. Yeah. So, All right, the next one is Ghostbusters Afterlife, which has already set the internet abuzz. Um, People are already liking it or incredibly angry uh, for no good reason. But let's see it. Yeah. What are you doing here in Somerville anyway? Honestly, my mom won't say it. But we're completely broke. I will say, even if you're angry about it, should you really be that yeah, angry? About it? <laughs> you can watch all the originals online. Yeah, like you can just, 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 yeah. they're more. You don't have to be angry about Ghostbusters. This doesn't movies. take away from the other things that already exist. Now exactly. let's see. Here's the immediate it formula of like, all right, set it with a bunch of kids. One of them is Stranger Things. One of them is Stranger. One of Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. So you'll get that Stranger Things Somehow, kid vibe because you actually have one of them. Yes. And uh, no small town. No fracking. Something no weird going on. Either. And sure. Paul Rudd. It's shaking on a daily basis. Let's talk about fracking in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember that one summer we died under a table? Yeah. Well, it's ghost fracking. Huh? <laughs> it's it's ghost, ghost fracking. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a special kind. It gives more energy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure energy partners so, figured that. Now, out. until right now, did you have any idea this was a Ghostbuster none, trailer? None other at all. than it was the. Uh, until he uh, picked up that yeah, thing. Yeah, it's picked up the ghost trap. Thirty years. New York in the '80s. It's like The Walking Dead. 
Your dad never mentioned this to you? It's just my mom. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. What? Wait a minute. It's gotta have Slimer in there. Who are you? The kids of the Ghostbusters? Yes. Or one Call of them. It kids of, it's Egon's uh, kid. Call it luck. Call it karma. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Come on, darling. Echo one through a cornfield. Echo one. It has a gunner seat. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Though. <laughs> a gunner seat for ghosts. <laughs> so okay. All right. Well. Now here's the thing. If you're doing another Ghostbuster sequel, there's not a lot you can do. You have to figure out a new take with it. And uh, clearly this was something that uh, Jason Reitman wanted to explore. Yeah, but sure. I will say this, watching this trailer again, I'm not offended by it. Right. I'm also I'm not, not 100% excited about it either. I'm, I'm, um, I'm what's the yeah. offense online about? It's um, oh, they're just Everyone's just upset that they're even... We're not even doing it for that matter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if it doesn't like it. have the, like, the original, if it, it just everyone just wants the, everybody to be yeah. there again, the original. And, uh, it's like, well, that's, you know, because the reboot with women didn't work. Now that we're trying it again with kids, and like, uh, it's like a weird. Thing. I like the uh, reboot with the women. Yeah, it's so really funny. You can enjoy all of them. Yeah. I can even enjoy the uh, real Ghostbusters animated series. I wow. can enjoy well, that as well. Chris, that's a big too far. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a big ask. Is that what yeah, yeah. really is, Chris. Now, now, I will say this after I watched the trailer. Um, if you take out the Ghostbusters, quote, license... This would be an interesting story. I feel like the Ghostbusters license, again, we haven't seen much from the trailer. Right. I feel like it was kind of shoehorned in. Like, you know, if you have kids on a remote farm and some weird shit's happening and mm. then um, all of a sudden, like, they discover technology that might be able to fight ghosts, I'm already on board. It I don't need like to a... see the Ghostbuster symbol on it. Yeah. I mean, I thought that would be really cool. Like, what if they invented a dune buggy with a gunner seat? That, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I oh, like you could have just done this without yeah. the Ghostbuster brand. Exactly. Right. Exactly. For sure. And uh, I would still be on board with it. Mm -hmm. And why? Because the, the, the thing I'm watching this going, yeah, and I, I, I agree because I'm watching this going. So why is all this Ghostbuster gear from Manhattan now at in like farm, Martha Kent's yeah. farm? Yes. Uh, <laughs> why is Echo One in the farmhouse yeah, by the why, field? Why mm -hmm. they rounded it up and drove it all yeah. to Kansas? Well, and he did say his grandfather. So are we talking about was Egon probably his grandfather? Because that's what he yeah. said. Mm -hmm. So not his father, but his grandfather. And did they all? So they're all dead. Well, I think They'd from, have to from be... what I heard, they are going to make. They're all making in appearances, this movies, but I don't know. We don't know what capacity. Like, are they going to be aged up? Is like really? I, I don't know. We don't know yet. Yeah. And frankly, I haven't actually definitively read anything about still about Bill Murray being in it yet. Well, and that's just the way he likes it. Probably so. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Doesn't he make that decision like a day before shooting whether yeah, he's going to he, show he, up or he, not? <laughs> he does sometimes when some films it, he won't mm -hmm. respond because, like I like said, he just has an one eight hundred number that you just right. leave mm -hmm. a message. I so guess he just shows up. If it's some sort of like they reveal some sort of like uh you know 
Watchmen style or Dark Knight graphic novel series style of Ghostbusters were outlawed and they had to hide this. And so now the old gang comes, the old guys hear about these kids fighting and they're like, we're going to reunite because we had to, we all had to live underground because we were hunted or if there's some cool. There's going to be a weird backstory for sure to get where where this movie starts. And yet, Mm -hmm. if I never see another trailer, I'll be happy. Like yeah. that to me was all I need. Right. Like I'm curious. I don't know. Don't know. Like I'm with you. I'm like I, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. But I'm all curious enough to see this right mm-hmm. now with just that teaser trailer. Because you know what was interesting too? They're driving around with Echo One with the gunner seat and they're yeah. shooting the proton pack. Yeah. But we didn't see any ghosts. <laughs> we didn't see anything you, that they were. We saw at. very yeah <laughs> very quick glimpse as they were coming down the road and you mm-hmm. saw the. You know, he was shooting the, like the newspaper boxes. Right. You saw a foot on a hood. Uh, you saw mm-hmm. a, just a glimpse of something went by, which I thought mm-hmm. was um, Slimer. Slimer. But mm-hmm. I thought I saw like a foot on a hood a like Zool. The Zool. Oh, that's what I thought. Oh, too. yeah, like a hellhound. The hellhound. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first uh, one. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think that's that could. That's be what for that sure. felt like. But like, yeah. I feel like that's like you don't want to over. Trailer this right because we all we've all discussed. Oh, and by the way, it will be over trailer. Yes, Yes. it will be over trailer. (laughs) There's going to be a four minute trailer where we're going to go. Oh, no, that's what the movie is. Like, man, I don't need to see that. I can wait for that one on stream. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and I'll just watch the last twenty minutes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, So. interest peaked. We'll see exactly. So, all right, and the uh, the Comedy Film Nerd store is in its final days. We'll be closing it on uh, December 15th. There is some stuff left. There's plenty of DVDs, uh, CFN Guide to Movies, uh, my graphic novel, Long Gone Far Away. I will say this. There are shirts left. We actually do have every size, uh, a few left in every size of the uh, new logo T-shirt. So if you want to check that out, if you want to get one of those before we shut down on the 20th, um, you can get those then. And then everything will ship out by the 20th. So you should have it in time for Christmas because it will go out priority mail. So if you want to buy anything now, and especially the new logo shirts, we have a few left, check them out. All right. So it is the last day of my Kickstarter, and uh, we are a little bit behind uh, by definitely some thousands of dollars. But I know you guys, if we rally to midnight, we can definitely do it. But I did want to mention that um, you guys have been leaving messages and uh, comments, and I said I would read them. So here we go. The final comments on the uh, Kickstarter uh, message board for Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master from Chris Hare. Love you guys. Really excited for this project. Let's get it done. P.S. Premium Rush was a good fucking film, Graham. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the hill you want to die on. All right, <laughs> Premium Rush was a good movie. Okay, you got and, it. Uh, and Tyler Harper, Chris, I support you without reward. Thank you, Chris. Uh, all I want is your happiness. <laughs> I backed your past projects, and there's no reason to miss out on this opportunity. Thank you so much. It's been a great run for CFN. I look forward to what you do in the future. Han shot first. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, Emily Penrod. It's been a great ride, guys. Thank you for the hours of entertainment. I felt like I was losing a friend when I heard the podcast was coming to a close. And in a way, it's true. I've loved supporting all your projects. I even have a drain claw. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. One of our first advertisers. Man, a drain claw. Thank uh, you so much. So, much luck with this project and your future endeavors. Thanks so much. Uh, from Chris Cash. This one is full of Easter eggs. See if you, I don't even remember some of these. Okay. Maybe you guys do. 
Thanks, Chris, for taking all those robot loads over years. the years. I miss having you and Graham in my ears, as I have for almost nine years, accompanying me in my travels from delivering leaflets in Melbourne, traversing the Shanghai metro, in a cab coming back from the Cambodian killing fields, cycling in the Cantonese summer, taking the train to a haunted punk rock pub in Sydney, and many other things with varying levels of alliteration, nuance, and allegory. I don't remember all those. Some of them I do. Some of them. I can remember some of them. Best of luck in the future. Hashtag should will. Hashtag JGL. The the should wills from the Oscar episodes. uh, JGL. Pam Myers, thank you so much for all the years of free funny. I was so excited to see a movie with the comedy film nerds for your last Kickstarter. Morgan, never forget. Remember we saw Morgan with uh, Pam Myers? I'm excited to have this chance to say thank you and goodbye. See you at Dynasty Typewriter. We'll see you there, Pam. And Camille Roberts, uh, this is such a fun community. I'll miss the podcast, but exciting to see what you do next. So if you guys can get a pledge in before midnight, before it closes, and uh, drop a comment, I will read it on the live show. So you have one last chance, because it's been 10 years. I'm going to guess you've got something to say. Come on, so, say uh, it. So get us there at the end. I know a lot of money comes in at the end. So And if there's any angel investors out there that could give a couple thousand, uh, there's some higher-end rewards. We'd love to have you and uh, really appreciate the support. This is the last Kickstarter. Wanted to go out on a win, so there is some time left. Thank you so much, guys. All right, and bring a drain claw to the final show. Yes, <laughs> please do. We'll sign it. We'll sign I have drain one claw. Bring any of the weird products we sold. Yeah. <laughs> and on DVD and Blu-ray, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We split on this movie. Uh, I liked it. You did not. Uh, Neil, where did you come down on Once well, Upon a Time? You're going to be shocked. I just never, I just never got around to seeing it. What? I know. Really? I know. God. It's actually pretty shocking. Well, I, it's I too long I for you to see it between now and Thursday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not as long as oh, The I Irishman. <laughs> not as long as The Irishman. Uh, I, I could uh, do it. It and, Chapter uh, 2 I did It see. Chapter 2 uh, was, uh, how do I put this? A disappointment. So <laughs> Definitely the so lesser of the two parts. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I really felt like the first thing I said, oh, this is a Stephen King adaptation. Because that's what it looked like. It was messy. Oh chock full of just gory parts with not a real good through liner story it yeah. was like it was like the typical um you know stephen king adaptation whereas the first chapter felt like a real yeah. fun actual it was horror great. movie yeah it was really good so I'll, i, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened i don't know the, but but you know what I, I i think this boils down to like the way mm-hmm. they changed the, the the end of this in the film mm-hmm. was better than well granted i never read the book but remember the original Miniseries they did years ago. Oh wow! Uh, it was like the with, late eighties uh, or whatever. Um, with with Harry Anderson. Yes. And, uh, yeah. The end of that was I was so, I was probably the most angry I've ever been <laughs> watching something. <laughs> like that, bold, that couldn't uh, be mm-hmm. couldn't possibly have been after all that great buildup, mm-hmm. and that was the end. I don't know that the end of it, it. This one was pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, but it was. I thought it was better than the the, wow. the original. One. Yeah, all right, that's saying something. But it was still. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, so I think it's inherently. Yeah, just Stephen that's King's. like just what, what's the di- what's the deeper hole in the ditch? Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what, Stephen King, like they say that about a lot of his books, are like mm-hmm. well, he always he never seems to pull out the endings right. really well. So it might just be the end. You know what his answer to that, that is? Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell my accountant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, 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 to pull out that ending. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, and premiering this week, Jumanji, The Next Level, a sequel we didn't want, nor did we need. Uh, you know, didn't, the first didn't see one. the first one. It, you know what? It was, let me put it this way. It was no. better than it had any right to be. Yeah, I it was, said that. Because it followed, like, a cool, like, video game premise, which sure. was kind of neat. And uh, um, so it was fun, and The Rock is always fun and entertaining. But this one feels like, oh, you liked the first one? You know how that was kind of unexpectedly uh, watchable? Um, this one won't be. Yeah. yeah. This, this is more money. <laughs> is that on the account. movie poster? Yeah. Unexpectedly watchable. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah, unexpectedly watchable. <laughs> yeah, it's the old money grab. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, and this, even like this point, where even the trailer looks like, uh, Oh, no one's trying. Even the trailer editor's not trying. Yeah. It's just like, it's just, it's, it literally looks like cobbled yeah. together from uh, outtakes from the first movie. Yeah. yeah. And they just kind of put it together. I'm like, just no, release it again. Maybe that's what this movie yeah. is. Maybe, it, it, Maybe we, don't, we don't do DVDs anymore. So instead of making extras, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's, we'll, just, we'll let's make, just put together yeah. a we'll sequel. D- whatever the uh, janitors sweep up off the editing yeah. room floor, <laughs> we'll just tape it together <laughs> and throw it into the theater. Hey, I found this hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could make no it. One a, used it. No one used it. Yeah. There's 90 minutes of crap yeah. in here. Let's put it together. Uh, the next movie is Black Christmas. This is the horror movie remake. I, I don't know how many remakes there have been on this one. I, I don't know if there's actually been a lot of them, but I know mm. that it was Black Christmas was a, a you know, a, Now, a I will say this. Um, you know, I do like certain horror movies. I don't like slasher films. I don't like, you know, these serial killer type movies. I especially yeah. don't like um, them mixed with Christmas. Uh, I will just say that um, <laughs> this movie shouldn't be together. Not for me. Yeah. You know, not, I, not I, I will, nobody uh, will, <laughs> that I know or in my family will be seeing this film. I know there is an audience for it. It just. I don't not, even know, though, that I, you know, it's. Mm. I mean, I'm going to have to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I like horror movies, but. I'm yeah I'm I've I move away from any of that you know the like the the hostel and stuff yeah, and so yeah. I just like okay I you know I'm I'm, I'm kind of past that yeah give me more atmosphere make it more of a actual horror creepy, not slasher yeah. type stuff so much uh yeah creepy atmosphere mm, I agree um, I don't yeah. know that this or humor or at least at the very least if you're gonna go gory you better be it better I better be laughing my ass off at the same time. <laughs> Hence, like Ash versus Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah, for yeah, I mean, sure. Over the top, ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. So um, now here's the next movie that is for an even smaller up member of the, part of the yeah. audience uh, the Richard Jewell uh, biopic. And uh, I'm watching this trailer again. Like, I watched like the extended yeah. trailer and then, like, yeah, I know the story. Okay, we're done. How, how is this going to be an hour and a half long movie? In fact, it's already getting flack. Uh, for like um, it being inaccurate. Yes, and uh, the, Olivia, the, uh, the Atlant- yeah, Olivia, the the um, um, Olivia Wilde's getting Wilde. shit for her character. Well, yeah, that, really, because they're saying that um, the what the paper, the Atlanta, I forget what paper is. They're actually, I think, suing for um, they're suing the film. Yeah, because like they're saying we our reporter didn't bash him. We didn't do that. You know, like they're, they're or sl- sleeping with the source slanted. too. There was another was, thing where the oh, characters okay. like was literally sleeping with the source that never happened in yeah. real life. Uh, so they're, they're, they're saying that they have they're you know basically they've misrepresented yeah. well, the, the paper and the because print. Because the trailer looked interesting to me. It's an interesting story. A friend of mine saw a screening of it and said, you know, there's some some interesting stuff in it. Um about you know and and I said so how how did he come they said well Richard Jewell did some things that were like you could see why they would have suspected him right 
but also he got fried and he got railroaded a little bit. Mm. And so... By John Hamm. Yeah. yeah. By John, yeah. Personally, just John Hamm. Yeah. Yeah. John Hamm really has been carrying this act yeah. since 1996. Yeah. He's been railroading a lot. <laughs> You'd think after Mad Men, he'd yeah. just keep acting. Instead, he's really out railroading people. Um, so so in, in seeing the trailer and talking to my friend, I was like, oh, this seems like it'd be an interesting depiction. Like, you know, Clint Eastwood did a really good job with the Sully movie. Mm. Um, he's done other true stories. He, You know, I think he did a good job with that. Um, what was it? Invictus, the rugby, the South African rugby story with Matt Damon, which was based on true oh, events. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I really liked the Sully movie, too, like because he showed it the thing that happened from all these different vantage points, which is a cool way to tell yeah. a story. So I was like, oh, you know, I kind of remember this Richard. I remember that we got it was over 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, but that that kind of bums me out that they took mm. liberties to say the media woman, like, and, yeah. Yeah. Then so, I don't know, maybe it's not. Because so I'm told the say. guy that plays Richard Jewell, he was in the Tanya Harding story, does a really good job of playing this sort of like, Okay. Average guy that yeah. wants to be a cop and right. isn't and, and couldn't yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Like I felt like this is a, a story that like, okay, well this would be an interesting twenty, thirty minute short film. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't see it being stretched to a feature, so we'll see. We don't know how long uh, it is either, do we? No. Um Uncut Gems. This is the um um, Adam Sandler, Adam yeah. Sandler, Oscar Buzz movie, which I just want to. I've that, never heard those that words alone, together. Yeah, yeah, for that before. alone, I, I'm interested to see. Mm-hmm. They're doing well, a pretty I like punch, punch drunk love. Okay, I, I enjoy that's that one film. everyone points to out of like because the other hundred most... movies that he's made. <laughs> but it's because it's he, he Chris won't excuse because, you for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. how many times yeah. does he do dramatic roles? Yeah. Quote unquote. You know, I mean, yeah. it's one good movie doesn't excuse a hundred bad ones. Well, there's but but to Neil's point though, I get what you're saying. It's about the context. Absolutely, all the other movies. It's a big, broad, wacky sure. Adam Sandler. Absolutely. And you can say, I'm not a fan of the, of his style of comedic movies. And it's also the only movie that's back, but directed by an actual auteur. Right. Like right. A really good director. So you wonder, too, well, why hasn't he done more of those? Yeah. You know, in this, in this well, span Well, why did of... Burt Reynolds make Stroker yeah. Race? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's... A... That is a fair question. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you, you watch, you, watch uh, you know, Deliverance, mm-hmm. and you go, yeah. man, this is a, an amazing young actor. This is an amazing guy. And then you watch Smoky the Bandit yeah, 3. Too. They go get the horde, the elephants, uh, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but I... But really, it takes like four or five good roles to erase Jack and Jill. You know? <laughs> really. I mean, if we're waiting well, these films. Well, I mean, certainly there's a percentage. Like, how many? I mean, geez, percentage-wise. There's just too many rocks yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the pockets <laughs> of Punch Drunk Love for it to survive a swim across yeah, the lake. Yeah. Is that what you're uh, saying, Chris? That is, that is, I think that's exactly what I'm saying. That's also but, a fair point, too. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's just say so maybe I, we'll all be curious. I'm curious to see it. But again, the marketing is always wrong on this because before the movie's already out people are shoving it in your face sure. adam sandler award winner you know adam sandler is going to win an award for this well like, hey here's an idea let the movie come out and let people see it first and then you could say see wasn't that good doesn't he deserve an oscar don't shove down our throats how we're supposed to think about a performance before it's even out yet <laughs> but they do that mm-hmm. the fair, they man, do that with everybody of course they, they of do course. that yeah that's they, this is not the only yes. movie they've ever done that with yeah. this is how you get an oscar buzz this yeah. is how you do it i i look I know you're watching everything through 51st Dates and Billy Madison. I'm not not saying you're wrong. I'm not 
<laughs> I'm saying you have a bias. It's an, it's not an incorrect one. We all have them. We've, we've all seen, we've, sadly, some portion of Little Nicky. Yeah. We, <laughs> we know it exists, yes. and so we can't pretend that it happened. And I get that, Chris. You're not trying. All right, that's fair. I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you halfway. All right. But, but in fairness, yeah. this is how you get Oscar buzz. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they've done a... And, and frankly, it's working. Like like I said, that is oh, yeah. kind of what makes me... Well, I've got to see how you know, yeah, yeah. there's any well, mm-hmm. ability to do that. Purely from a marketing standpoint, they've actually done a fine job of... They're so I'm, I'm, I know about this movie through social media because mm-hmm. they're doing it on Instagram. Sure. They're doing clips. Oh, yeah. It's they are, really yeah. smart. Yeah, That's saturated. really smart. Now, so, is it a streaming movie or is it going to be theatrical? Theatrical is what I thought it was. I think... I don't know. That's a great mm-hmm. question. Aaron, do we know the... That should be added to those ads. <laughs> yeah, someone might want to tell us in those ads. It's like, I, I have, well, no, it's theatrical because I have seen the poster at the ArcLight. Okay. Well, Mike, but, 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 but is it doing like what the, the Irishman is in, was in theaters to get Oscar qualification. So right, Netflix mm-hmm. has been yeah. very, we've Qualifying talked about this. Run. They're yeah. very smart at releasing both. And I think other people might be catching up. So is that yeah. Aaron? Oh, I thought he. I thought he left. <laughs> I thought he was just like I can't listen. So let, to he'll call guys. it in from his car on his way home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dog's running the board. <laughs> oh, they're saying it's so easy a dog could do it, Aaron. That's what they, that's, that's what they just said. No, no, he did. Your, your job is so easy yeah. a dog could do it. That's what I heard. How much? How much was that uh, budget? Woof. Oh, 40 million? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah. James Mangold did direct yeah. it. You're right. You're right. I think I'm more impressed with uh, the fact that you understand yeah. dog. <laughs> so, um, so we'll see on Uncut, uncut Gems for sure. For sure. Yeah. For now. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, the Softy Brothers. Is... Who are they? Um, Aaron, does your dog yeah, know who what... the Softy Brothers are? <laughs> I just know their name, but what did they do? Um, the Softy Brothers. Black yeah. I don't think I've seen these films. Oh, good yeah. time. It's the one I want to see, actually. That's hmm. uh, um, a few years old from, it was Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. Oh. I didn't see that movie. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Right. That was great. All right, that is our show. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, our final studio show in the studio. In it is the, studio. <laughs> the studio show in the studio. Yeah, yeah it is uh, pretty convenient. Yes. Really, that's, um, <laughs> thank God yeah. we found a studio yeah. for our studio show. <laughs> and uh, we want to obviously we want to thank you guys very much for being with us on this journey. We have the final live show in two days. Two day countdown, forty eight hours. Look, we've sold a fair yeah. amount of tickets, but there, mm-hmm. are, there are some left. There are some left. You can buy them at the door because mm-hmm. the dynasty is a pretty be- big size facility. Come by, check it out. Out, uh, free earbuds dvd free earbuds dvd <laughs> if you buy a ticket mm-hmm. and then we'll have a bunch of merch that will be literally a, a jar with a pay what you think is fair and you can take whatever you want if you like five x's and extra small yes you shirts. know there's yeah, we have a lot of girly extra small <laughs> shirts so if, if you, you have a child yes we have a uh, very <laughs> small child podcasting, likes can, podcasting yeah or, you, uh, you can walk out with a shirt or if you want your dog to wear it when it works yeah. as a podcast producer yes, and, you uh, can do that. and uh and also we have doug benson cds so <laughs> <laughs> so we have plenty of those left so we'll be bringing those as well um so neil 
Now uh, we're about to record your um, your special Patreon bonus episode, but uh, yeah, yeah, where can yeah. people find you online? Or well, um, at the moment, the uh, the Twitter is at film nerd Neil. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, it was was on the comedy film nerds Facebook page occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be we won't be deleting that. That'll that'll so, stay active. Oh, good. We can yeah, still yeah. poke our heads mm-hmm. in. Yeah, we'll poke our heads in there and say hi to everybody okay. for sure. Maybe maybe during that Oscar. Maybe exactly we might show, do a couple right? should wills uh through the facebook wills, page why not mm-hmm. oh is that what we're gonna do so well sure maybe, yeah maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <cool>. maybe. <laughs> yeah there was a discussion yeah it might happen <laughs> might not but it might mm-hmm. i was just saying do i need to do, do something should yeah. i did i forget to well, do something you know we still have till midnight if the kickstarter funds we'll be doing a star wars spoiler app so there That's is right. that extra bonus content that could still happen if you guys Come on, I know there's some uh, there's some angel investors in there. You can get a couple thousand in there before the end. Uh, you've got until midnight. Harry, Harry. But, uh, you know, people are listening to this a week later. Oh, I missed it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so Neil, uh, you're on Twitter. And, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. film nerd Neil. Uh, and, you know, the, the you know, Facebook occasionally. Yeah. And, and, you know, you have one final article on uh, the website, right? I Well, I, yeah, I plan on doing one. This week, the mm-hmm. film uh, news this week. Yep. So. All right. So check that out for sure. Yeah. All right. And uh, as you guys know, I, that's the only thing I'm promoting right now until midnight. It's the uh, <laughs> it's the Kickstarter. If you guys could get us there, Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master. And then um, after tomorrow, you guys can unmute my Twitter feed because I've been, <laughs> I've been uh, <laughs> promoting it relentlessly for 30 days. Uh, so, and Graham, where can, uh, what do you got coming up? Other than our live show on Thursday. Uh, the, uh, other than the live show Thursday at Dynasty Typewriter, mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th, Ron Placone and I, who's been a guest on this show. You're not going to take a day off after the no, live show? Dude. <laughs> Next Tuesday, I'm going to go surfing. Yeah. Go. Next Tuesday, I've, I've set Tuesday. I'm not going to do anything next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's that's the day off. That's the day yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Friday, we're doing the Progressive Comedy Tour at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, we're doing Progressive Comedy Tour at uh, um, the Sycamore Tavern, the Dojo of Comedy, which is a really cool venue. So uh, I'm doing like, you know, Ron and I are each doing like long headline sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saturday show, Jimmy Dore and Steph Zamorano are going to pop in to do sets. Uh, and and then I have a bunch of tour dates with Ron Placone, Progressive Comedy Tour in 2020. We're going to Tucson, San Francisco, Orlando, Miami, um, Seattle, Portland. And we're adding tour dates all the time. Nashville, Chicago, Milwaukee, all that stuff. So go to GrahamElwood.com for all of my tour dates and since um and then yeah this is it this is the last this is show. although you know I, I wanted to mention too we'll still be, have the twitter feed will be active the uh so comedy film arts so we're going to be dropping in there to let you guys know you know things periodically and the facebook will stay open and then we're going to keep the uh uh the feed available if you guys want to check out some extra um uh, the uh, some older episodes uh we'll probably keep that up for the next year and the website will still be up too but a more pared down version there won't be a store or message boards or anything like that. It'll be more just the archive for the articles. Yeah, so you can all the articles are archived. All the old episodes are archived. You want to listen to old mm-hmm. episodes? Um, I think they're all still on the Comedy Film Nerds app. No, probably. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you, yeah, if you I want to get the yeah, Comedy yeah, Film Nerds yeah, app, mm-hmm. I think it's two dollars. I don't know what it makes. Yeah, dollar ninety nine. Um, Two ninety nine. So you can go scroll, scroll through. I was scrolling through and seeing like, you know, like. The first Jimmy Dore was on episode nine, and all. I our- dare say there's about six hundred episodes on there. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than six. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so all that stuff will still be on there, and um, 
I don't know. You might be talking movies elsewhere. I might be. Well, there might be an announcement on Thursday that uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. Might, uh, might something be happening at the live show? A little announcement Could being be. made. Yes. I was wondering, too, I might once a month for political vigilante just talk movies just to do it just to, do it. <laughs> <laughs> to break it up yeah. just to shake it up a little bit <laughs> sure just to shake it up but yeah if so. if you want to listen to my uh left-wing shenanigans yeah. go to political vigilante yeah, we're not going away we're easy to find on the internet if we're you want to see what we're up to yeah. um so okay well uh we can't thank you guys enough and we will uh talk to you on thursday thanks again everybody uh, and as always I'm Han. Chris Mancini. I'm Graham Elwood. And as always, Han shot first. first. Really? The second to last, we're going to shake up the order. I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah, we, we kind of changed it up a little. Yeah. <laughs> Threw me for yeah, a loop. Yeah. 600 of these yeah, one yeah. way, then 598 no, one way. It's like, yeah, just, yeah, it's like a little, you know, what, one, like, what one little monkey doing? wrench in the gears and doing? like it blows up. <laughs> Everything goes off the rails. I don't know what was happening. Um, bye bye. <laughs>